Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens. Brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Happy Throwback Thursday. Here we are. <laughs> Can you be more excited? <laughs> yeah. I feel like because people are like, this is Thursday. Will there be an episode? Will there not be an episode? Well, here we are. <laughs> Sounded so sarcastic. Like, well, doing it for you. I guess we're doing it now. No, I love this. I'm, I'm so excited. I was just telling you last night how, how happy I am that we're uh, we're back in the saddle again. You did. You. We are ish. We were like, we're going to take a break, and now we have more episodes than ever. <laughs> so, great. folks, I love it. We, we have some fun ones coming down. We released the great Christine Andreas this past week. She was a hoot and a half, wasn't she? That was some, yeah. And one of our listeners messaged us telling us, you know, how, how but what a fan they are of hers. And, and, and I just love that. It makes it, it, it's so much fun what we do. Um, and then when you get to connect people with the people that they love so much, I, I think that's really special. I, yes, it's always listeners. It's so nice to hear from you when, and especially when it's somebody that, you know, you saw on a show or that you felt was very influential to you. It just makes us feel all warm and fun. It makes us feel warm all over. <laughs> From oh, most happy fella. Thank you. I'm surprised with the the fact that I gave you absolutely no notes from the actual score. You were still well, able to say <laughs> the well, most happy fella. This this game that I've been playing that I played with Todd Bonapon that I'm going to be playing uh, again this week. Former guest Todd Bonapon, what do you play? I know, but it's called Beat the Intro, and it's this game, this thing he hosts. It's 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 done with a lot of other Broadway people that are fans of musical theater. Uh, and basically he'll, he's got a playlist and you competing against other people. You have teams actually. Uh, and, and when it's your turn, he'll play you a song, a cast recording. And if you can get, you get extra points. If you can call what the title of the song is by just by the instrumentation of the intro uh, of the intro, but then once the song starts, you get regular points, but if you can beat the intro, then you get, you know, if you can pull out of your butt, like, you know, um, my pussyfoot from Goldilocks, then you're, then, then you're, you're golden. Wait a minute. But if, wait but a if minute. You, but if you have to hear when I put my pussyfoot up, then you then you only get half the points. So but oh if you can do it from God. the intro, it's so much fun. So much. Is it fun. like one-on-one or is it a team? You play teams. And I think I, I'm trying to remember because I only did it one time, but you, there's different rounds. So it's, it's, it's like Jeopardy where there's like different rounds and the rounds change. Um, and like one of the sequences, it's a two minute clip of overtures and 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 they he's has got 20 overtures in that clip and you have to write them down as fast as you hear them it's so fun but also stressful because you'll miss it'll be your turn to go and and you'll miss that stoop that one song from music man that you can't quite place you know that one pop and everyone else is on the screen is like oh i know it i know it and you're like oh is it a skip song for music man is it one of the skips i'm I'm gonna be honest with you i don't know how you feel about this anytime those freaking quartet guys come on I skip. I don't oh, want to hear on, on light a rose. Oh, see, I'm obsessed because I love, I love Rob that they. Uh-huh. No, it's frufu, but I love how they use that that sound in the musical. Like this idea that they're using barbershop quartet, yes, as like the people's sound. And I love the way that he mm-hmm. juxtapositions then those chords and everything with the you know with with other songs, the arranging. It, it serves a purpose, but I hear you. I totally hear you. I know. In, in and of itself, it is their skip. It but. does serve a purpose. It 
makes me walk over to the record player, <laughs> lift the needle up, find the next groove, and listen. So yes, thank you, Music Man, for my exercise. Not everything can be timeless to me, Rob. Not <gasps> not every song can be your timeless to me, which used to be my skip song until I met I, you. That I'm. That's why I said it's either me or the song. And thank God, Kevin <laughs> Kevin chose me. I don't know why. I think Timeless to me is such a great, fun song. There are other songs in Hairspray that I'm like skip. Well, I'm sure now that I'm not 22, I'm sure I'm going to look at it a little bit differently now that I'm married, have a child, and uh, appreciate these things, the finer things in life. <laughs> I find myself skipping It Takes Two a lot. Not on Into the Woods, Hairspray, It Takes Two. I was going to say, what? But uh, I, I guess I, I haven't been listening to the Hairspray as much as I used to, so I'll, I'll have to put it on again and see which ones I, uh, Please, I lean and thank over you. and want to press have you been listening to anything recently before we, we jump in? I will, you know, actually, I will tell you, I, uh, lately, and maybe it's because I'm obsessed with this stupid game that Todd had me playing, I, I've been trying to, like, get up on my, my cast recordings and stuff. Uh, and I, you, when I have my computer open, I will just do good old-fashioned shuffle, because now we do everything on Spotify or Apple Music. So yeah. I actually forgot a lot. Some of the albums on my on my iTunes are actually, I don't. I don't have, um, you know, on any Spotify, any place like that. But I do love, we had him as a favorite thing, um, Stu Brown, his Sounds of Broadway, that website that it, yeah. I can listen to it on my Alexa. I can, I have an app. Uh, when I take a shower, I often will put it on. I think Stu's play, like his, what he picks uh, as far as the playlist and the different themes he has, you you literally will go from some obscure musical in London to Music Man to you know um, a My Name Is Alice or a My Name Is Still Alice. You know, it, it's just it's a really good smorgasbord of food. Of is food it, smorgasbord of show tunes. Well now, well now I'm hungry. Is a My Name which one has all girl band? Is that one of them? It's a my. It's a my name. I think it's a my name is still Alice because that was one of they played the introduction and I got it. I got the. I actually got it right in the last time we played because um, that was one of the that they played that song. That was a, I like. I used to love that song. I've actually never listened to a my name is still Alice, but I. Oh, do know they're that great. Song. Heather McRae is on there. Barbara Walsh. The portrait song is so good. Michael John Lacusa has um, oh. a, a song on there. A my name is. Still He's typing Alice. it in, folks. He's typing it in. Sorry, folks. I'm because they, this is this is the all female review, all girl band lyrics by David Zibel, Doug Kutsaros, of course. It's just a my name is Alice. My bad. That's totally Sorry. my mistake. A my name um, is Alice. Sometimes all they girl band. Yeah. Right. And they they had yeah it was at the Village Gate, 1984, and then my a my name is still Alice. Opened in 1992, um, and uh, and then my name will always be Alice. So there's two. There's two sequels. Uh, All Girl Band. Um, what's the other song that people... I Sure Like the Boys. That was another... The Portrait by Amanda McBroom. That was a big... Uh, the French monologue and, and song is funny. Um, this is not my favorite thing, everybody. But if you do want a good time, do check out um, A My Name is Alice or A My Name is Still Alice or A My and, Name Will Always Be Alice. But it's going to be Alice no matter what. Yeah, Rob. And at the end of today's episode, I'm going to play All Girl Band so you can all hear it and whet your appetite. And also, has Alice Ritter done A My Name is Alice? And if not... We are missing a golden opportunity here, folks. I smell a 54 Below concert. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that's what you smell. A uh, Off-Broadway Encores, what the hell is it called? Off-Center, shows we really want to do, but we can't. What is it? You know, Off-Center yeah. Encores, which brings back all of those wonderful, obscure Broadway shows that never get done, like Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah, great. Never done. Never heard of it. I don't even ne- know never heard about. of it. It's so, it's so nice those to guys, reintroduce that they? one. 
back to the cl- back to the club. Um, Although the, the uh, what did they do? They did Runaways though. That I mean, the Lucidos. That's pretty good. That's, and they did Really good. Rosy, which I really like. Yes, that and, had the album. Uh, Bubbly Carol Black King, Girl. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no! Listen, they do they do an, an amazing amazing job. I'm just I'm just trying no, to make you're, a you're joke. I'm just making a joke. I'm just being funny. Because they never hired me, so there you go. That's a joke. Oh, ha okay. ha ha. There it is. Okay, you have a favorite thing. You have a favorite you thing. Because I have a favorite I do thing have too. A favorite thing. I What's do yours? Have a favorite thing. Well, my, oh, you're so uh, business today. Well, I have my favorite. I'm, I'm doing this favorite thing because uh, my my mug is plastered on their on their website right now. So it's really just pure selfishness that I'm making this. What is this? I don't but even know I, what this is. I, I, I'm, this is my favorite thing because I would like our listeners to know that this can be your favorite thing too, because my favorite thing I thought was an exclusive club that I was not invited to. Turns out my favorite thing is a club that everyone's invited to and more the merrier. Um, I, the so eagle. my favorite thing is really, this <laughs> you Rob, not me. That's okay. you. Okay. Um, so uh, this is a, an organization, a non-for-profit organization that is actually really special and has been doing great work for years and years and years. And like I said, I thought I was just uh, not appropriately a member of it because I am not a dancer. And uh, up until the last year of my life, I've, I've not been 40. I'm 40 now, so I'm not even over 40. I'm talking, of course, of the great, great organization called Dancers Over 40. Um, this is a not-for-profit organization that was uh, that was put together many, many years ago to support um, what they say is mature dancers and choreographers and related artists. Um, they seek educa- educational opportunities for them, presenting seminars, panel discussions, social events, just because, you know, as we all know, the life of a dancer, unless you were Cheetah Rivera, uh, usually as much like professional sports athletes, I mean, a ballet dancer I, is definitely has been compared to a, a football athlete. Actually, I think they said that dancer is actually, a ballet dancer is actually harder to do than a football uh, athlete. And I only bring them up because any if you watch sports at all, and why would you? Because you're listening to this podcast. But you know that when... <laughs> but you know that in sports, once you hit the age of forty, you done. The show is over. Like it, like it was a big deal when Brett Favre same, and Peyton same Manning. Same with Stamp <laughs> You in danger, girl. You in danger. So, like, that is a uh, ghost reference with Whoopi Goldberg. But, again, I don't have to tell you that because you're listening to this podcast. Um, but uh, so it, the body just goes downhill a little bit. And, and when you're doing what you do your body, like dancers do, it, is it really – it takes its toll. So they're trying to create resources and opportunities to help tr- dancers transition into other wor- fields of work, et cetera, et cetera. All of that is to say is that – you can become a member of Dancers Only 40 by sending $45 as a donation, a tax-writable donation to them, and you're a member of Dancers Over 40. When you become a member of Dancers Over 40, um, you, not only do you get a little card uh, and a nice little uh, the newest newsletter that came in the mail to me. Thank you, John Safakis, who, is the, uh, who runs uh, Dancers Over 40. Thank you, John. Um, but you have access to their private, uh, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like a bank of videos that are only for members only. So there's all of the things that they've ever done, all of the panels, all of the the legends that have talked. Right. They have I'm their sure members you only. You didn't sign up for OnlyFans, did you? Shut up! <laughs> You're stupid. This sounds very <laughs> much like OnlyFans. I just no, want no, to be no, clear. no, not OnlyFans, Rob. No, no, this is dancers over forty. Completely different, but they both have equal. You know, you got to have a password for both of them. Um, but. <laughs> 
yeah, so 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 I, I just think that I had no idea that I could. So I sent my forty five bucks right away, uh, and I now can I can take part in these discussions. And all of this happened because our friend and listener Charles Kirsch, the great Charles Kirsch, uh, with Backstage Babble a podcast, um, he collaborated with Dances Over Forty with one of his trivia nights that uh, Rob you won uh, a month or two ago, two months ago. Uh, well, it. I was asked to be a part of it. I did not win. Everybody, spoiler alert! I did yeah. not win. I did not. I did not hold up my end of the bargain. I tried. I was competing against like uh, people like I mean, Michael Levine was reading questions, but historians like Kevin Winkler and um, uh, Michael Colby was there. I mean, it was it was it was a tough it was a tough it was a tough time. Todd Bowen was there. Yeah. May may I interrupt for a second, if I may? I watched. I watched Kevin. I watched along with you. These were very hard questions. This was not. I want to. I will defend Mr. Thomas. Kevin was Kevin knows everything, and these were very hard, difficult <laughs> questions. I was playing along at home, and I got like no points. They were, I, these, they were, were, these were hard they were questions. Folks. They were too hard, but you just never knew. But then my internet was acting up. I, uh, the Trudy Ritman question, I can't believe I couldn't hear what they were saying. And I, of course I would have gotten that right. I know. I loved Everybody knows I love Trudy. I'm a member of the Facebook group that celebrates Trudy Ritman. And yes, there is a Facebook group with Trudy Ritman's name in it that celebrates her. Thank you very much. Uh, I did not start it, but thank you to whoever did. You liar. Uh, so <laughs> liar. These were uh, yeah, hard questions, folks. They were hard, but it's you know I, this whole thing of playing trivia on Zoom that it's not when we're not hosting it. I I am loving it. I think it is fun. I like yes, the community yes. that it brings. I like that I get to see Leroy Reams, um, and he will in front of all of the other panelists talk about Rob because they had their dinner at uh, not at Sardi's. You didn't go to Sardi's because Sardi's not open. <laughs> we went to City Diner, but you went to the old you know, the old diner. But but I love hearing about. You're, you know, you guys seeing each other, but uh, any any chance to be with legends like that is is a great day, and I think that it's fun that Charles Kirsch is yes. um, bridging the gap of uh, of an older generation with the younger generation, with our generation smack dab in the middle, um, and we're going to be the other generation very very soon. So uh, it's it's really fun to uh, <laughs> to take part. Thanks for reminding me that we're all getting older. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, folks. Uh, so your your favorite thing is dancers over forty. Oh, yeah. So go to dancersover40.org, dancersover40.org. Go to, go to, it'll say renew or sign up. Go there, just go there and support them. It's wonderful. The great access to great videos uh, and, and you'll be, be a part of that community. Uh, and that community is our part of our Broadway community. It's so important. So that, that's I will, as soon as you get off, uh, as soon as we end this, I will go, I will sign up, Kevin. I will become yeah. a dancers over 40 because you not need to be 40 or a dancer apparently. And I can, I can go on in and get my membership card. Um, Sign me up. And if you click into the info description that we have today, folks, you can click on the link to dancers over 40. We can take you right there. You don't even have to type in the website and you can go and become a member. And maybe I'll see you at the music in the mirror choreo rehearsal that we're going to be doing um, in the basement of Manhattan Plaza. Reproducing so, the old magic in the mirror. It's going to be great. It's going to be so much fun. All I ever needed. We're going to have vodka shots and do music in the mirrors. I, you know, I don't tell this very often, but I will. I will tell you this. Um, many, many years ago, I was the assistant director on a production of a chorus line at a children's theater. Don't ask. Um, wait, wait, I, wait. Uh, that just the first sentence alone. You cannot just speed through all of that. Yes. I just have to read. I just have to make sure I understand this fully. Yes. You did. A, you were an assistant director, not the Correct. director. No. And this 
this was a children's, meaning they must have been children. I don't call teenagers children, so they were under the age of probably 14 or 15. Well, they were between the ages of 13 and 19. <laughs> okay. 13-year-olds. Great. Uh, okay. Doing a doing a chorus line. It was at a group okay. called the Young Artists Ensemble. No, I was not the director. It was co-directed by two people that did not really talk to each other, enjoy each other's company. So that was very fun to watch. Like good community theater, um, yeah. Like good community theater. I don't know if anyone big has come from that. Sh- oh, you know what was kind of cool? The kid who played, who's the one who's married? Al? Sing, I can never really sing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Al was Tony played, Asbeck in the revival, yeah. Yes, uh, played by this kid who was the, the voice of Hey Arnold on Nickelodeon. Spencer something, Spencer Klein, yeah. I think. He was the voice of Hey Arnold, and then at age 15, he played the pivotal role of Al in A Chorus Line. Now... Cassie was played by the director's sister. Mm. Um, and Zach, I'm a little pissed. The guy who played Zach said he was totally available for all the rehearsals. And then guess what? He, he and his family had to go on a cruise to Israel. And I filled in the entire rehearsal process playing Zach. And I was very Guffman. This is and very I was Guffman. great. I was great. And then he rolled in like two days before the opening and uh, he took over, so I was a stand-in. I didn't appreciate and that's it. That's why, and that's why you are not an actor anymore. No, and I was skinny then. I could have played Zach. It just wasn't the the, 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 the oh, you know. Sorry. I couldn't have done the choreography. Yeah. Anyway, I got really drunk on closing, and uh, my friend and I learned all of Cassie's choreography, and we did it upstage behind the mirror with her. I would say that mine was very good. I'm not saying it was better oh, than anybody's. My gosh. That's Charlotte Dambois uh, watch out. Amazing. I love that so much. When I was on uh when I was on tour, we would um we uh one of our stage managers used to be in a chorus line. He did the original like in the 80s, he toured with it, so he knew it very well. And if you got him like on the right night, enough like one enough glasses of wine, he would go to the hotel basement. I remember we were in uh in St. Louis, I remember, and he would do it full out, and it was just 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 sensational it's, it's kind it's of epic right it's incredible yeah, it is. okay so anyway so that's the that chorus line and me drunk dancing to cassie is not my favorite I, I'd thing i'd pay good money for that rob i would pay good money for that video but I, videos didn't I, exist back then so and i i used to bad. like to do the end the papa 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 huh, where she would like turn and like reach her arms out and oh, then like yes. travel back and then turn and reach her arms yeah that was my favorite thing it's done God bless her. The person we had, she was a dancer, and I'm using that word very loosely. There's and every time on that, folks. And every time she would do it, she would do that. Um, that's you know, that's who was the tennis player that every time she hit the ball, she go, huh. Remember, she was a well, tennis the player. Venus and Serena, the, the Williams yes. sisters, always are. Yeah. Like, every, time she, every time she made a move, she would go, <clears throat> so that was our favorite thing. We used to nice we, we would count the. <clears throat> In in oh, we used to call it we used to stories. call it the music the mirror, but because we were assholes, what did we know? I'm sure she's lovely. Um, okay, folks. <laughs> so my favorite fav- my favorite thing this week is a uh, uh, it's a YouTube channel. And it's a, not a YouTube program, folks. It's a YouTube channel, a channel dedicated to the, all of this. It's a channel. <laughs> I saw it in 1947. <laughs> what just got into you? <laughs> I don't know. I think I think my smoothie. A channel. Hit. A channel. 
Oh, give him a smoothie, him. folks. Give him a smoothie. Have him talk to Jules Fisher and Peggy Eisenhower, and Rob and is just <laughs> high as a kite. High as a kite. They lit me up, to say the least. Uh, yeah, we just talked to Jules and Peggy. Okay, so um, it is a YouTube channel. It is a YouTube channel that's really dedicated to Broadway theater history, uh, but not, but an educational way not not necessarily because uh, we have lots of channels out there like aurora spider woman and you're gonna love tomorrow and buddy plumber 412 i don't know <laughs> why out of all the characters in musical theater buddy plumber from follies was the one that they were like that's the moniker we'll use that's the handle we'll use um but this one is called broadway by Ghostlight. Yeah, Broadway, Broadway by Ghostlight, and it's run by a lovely gentleman by the name of mark banani a uh, banani i hope i didn't mispronounce mark's name i feel like laura laura benanti laura benanti i think it's benanti i think okay well mark is sort of in the same category he says it at the beginning of each video and i'm so sorry mark mark banani that's how we're going to say it or just good old marky b as i'm going to call him marky b so uh mark is a uh merch guy and does a lot of merch at, at different Broadway theaters. He's done. On, he's on tour. You might have recognized him if you ever go and want to buy yourself a nice program or a magnet wherever you are. Um, and he loves theater history, and mm. he loves uh, ex- explaining theater history, much like we love explaining theater history, and we also like learning about theater history. And Mark's channel is a great place to go to get that. So he drops a new video every week, and each week the video runs about you know 10 to 20 minutes, and it's a deep dive on a particular topic, and he has different uh, breakdowns for you. Uh, one is, uh, or, or different uh, uh, categories of videos, I yeah. should say. Um, one is called Breakdown, where he breaks down a musical that's uh, not necessarily a popular musical and does a nice 20-minute conversation about it. So you can take a look at these are the ones that he has up there as of now. I Had a Ball, Minnie's Boys. Here's so good, I watched that one. Yeah, yeah I watched the Hi- I Had a Ball one because um, I, I love Buddy Hackett. Me too. Me too. I, watching that Music Man movie rocked me with Buddy Hackett. I, I really so wasn't familiar good. with him, but I go. I, I would rewind the scenes because they were so well done. Um, sorry, to, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm just going to take my favorite Buddy Hackett thing really quickly, Please. if I may. If I may, it's not an I had a ball. Uh, he's in the movie. It's a mad, 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 mad world. With Mickey Rooney. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen this that movie? Kevin? I have it on like DVD. A, I've got to watch it. I need to watch it now. Yeah. Give yourself a good four hours, Kevin, to watch it. Because it really is like that long. It's like the Nicholas Nickleby of comedy. It's like, it's a mad, mad, mad world. Perestroika is really wow. what it should have been called. <laughs> um, and in it, Buddy Hackett and Mickey Rooney are in it. And they're in a plane that's going down. And Buddy Hackett's trying to fly the plane. And Mickey Rooney says, okay, okay. He goes, uh, you check the wheel and, and, and you, you, you check the gas and you check the steering wheel. And Buddy Hackett looks at him and goes, why do I have to do everything? Why aren't you doing anything? What are you, the hostess? <laughs> and I don't know why. I will see that movie every single time. And uh, that line, what are you, the hostess? Makes me laugh so hard. And I don't know why. Um, so anyway, so Mark talks about I had a ball with uh, I wish you uh, Buddy Hackett. Just now, I wish you could uh, here's seen that. here's Love, a musical that uh, we don't really talk. I don't think have we ever talked about uh, Here's Love on this show? No, not the, really. Uh, I sometimes will play it in the holiday time, but it's <laughs> Meredith Wilson's sort of like meh. His other show, no, uh, Molly yeah. Brown, yeah, Molly Brown too. Happy yeah, Hunting, what fourteen ninety one? I think oh, fourteen ninety one. Uh, Happy Hunting. Um, with yeah. Ethel Merman. These are all the, these are all the videos that uh, He's talking, uh, Broadway uh, Michael Slide has done, yes. Bring Back Birdie, which I think you, me, and Michael Levine all agree has an amazing score. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
and Steel Pier. He then also does um, background videos, which is like the background on something. So Sardis is his newest one. He talks about the legacy robe or the, the, the ghost light. He has a tattoo of a ghost light on his arm. So the ghost light obviously means a lot to him. And superstitions. He also does like little topics. Like there's a great one about David Merrick and a really great one about princess musicals, which is... Um, yeah, a really transformative style of musical theater from the early 1900s that has sort of been forgotten about. And Mark presents it in a really nice way. Now, it's not just somebody lecturing at you. He's got visuals the entire time. He yeah. breaks it up with little commentary and, and video and audio clips that are a lot of fun. So it's a really lighthearted way at looking at some very, very dense subjects. He seems like a, and he seems to be surrounded by theater, which is great. His wife um, is a dresser. Um, he has two little children, which is amazing. I'm sure they're going to grow yeah. up to be great big Broadway fans. I'm very excited to hear what's the first Broadway musical Mark will be taking the children to at some point. Um, and the the big thing that I really admire about what Mark is doing on Broadway by Ghostlight is he says in his introduction video that, you know, there really is not one channel dedicated to this on YouTube. So let's he wants to be the one that creates that. And I think there's nothing more exciting than finding a void trying to fill it much like what we did on this podcast and i think yeah. it's so wonderful that mark is doing that so folks go over and support mark as best you can the youtube channel once again is called broadway by Ghostlight, um and his twitter is at bway Ghostlight. once again if you click into our info description you can click on those links and go right to them and the only thing i can say is mark i'm very excited when you're going to do an episode about kevin and i we are we are looking forward to being featured and a nice deep dive into behind the uh, curtain because you know we have sure. over five hundred episodes so you know I'd like to see oh it. God, the only thing I will say it. in the intro video is he says that he wants to be like you know all the great Broadway historians and a couple of pictures pop up of Broadway historians. I did there's, see that. There's my that. boss Jen Tepper, was, but I did not I see saw that. I didn't see us, Mark. I didn't see us, so oh, I'm so hoping. He's going to put Ken Mandelbaum up there for a minute. Um, <laughs> I can't Ken Mandelbaum was, was almost there. The no, back of Ken's it. head, because um, you right. do it. <laughs> the camera next to him. Sorry. Um, so, uh, but I also will say, you know, I, I love these videos. I've been watching them for a while because I, I, I never thought there would be a world ever where I would get to watch a 30 minute video on I had a ball that was about uh, that was done by a contemporary that had all it almost is like watching a TikTok video he's got so many pop-ups he's got all these fun little quips lots of humor I really appreciate no it's definitely for the TikTok generation where it's like uh, it's very edited in, in in a really good way that it's like it's just fast thinking and fast little moments but yet the content is all there and it's very entertaining and fun but um but boy amazing work um putting a shining a light shining a ghost light on um some of these lesser known musicals and i just i um, yeah more people should watch these videos and they're so well done so yeah i love okay. his favorite thing rob good one and if he takes requests what show would you like to have him do a deep dive on obviously goldilocks like obviously goldilocks leroy anderson only had one broadway musical he's a jazz writer starring elaine stritch written by walter and gene kerr of the who have a theater named after him. i mean Goldilocks is the weirdest. Show. I mean, everybody thinks I'm crazy because I love this show so much, but that is definitely one of uh, one of the ones I think he should do. What about you? What do you think? It's a good show. It's a good show. So I'm not just. Oh, I. You know what I'd love a deep dive on because I'm so fascinated by it is Wildcat. Ah, yeah, the Lucille Ball vehicle, Cy Coleman's first show. Hey, yeah. look me over. It's just you like, gotta beat you the that drum, song? Jenny. What the heck is going on in that song? I mean, like, what are you really? What are you acting? What are you in really, which song? In which you, song? Hey, look me over. Oh, like, 
she's 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 encouraging her sister. Her sister's really shy yeah. and meak, and she's like, "You mm-hmm. gotta beat the drum." Wait, sorry, you gotta beat the drum, in. Jenny. Pow, pow, pow. You gotta <laughs> say we're here, we're there. You gotta say. Hey, look me over. Oh, that's your Let Lucille. Me in here. Fresh out of clover, mortgage up to here. Where's Viv? Where's Jim Brochu? Where's okay, Jim? Where's Jim? <laughs> Did you do it? Sorry. I know. I said, where's Viv? <laughs> like Vivian Vance, but you said, where's, where's Jim Brochu? <laughs> Either one works for me. Either one works for me. Do you know that as the show went on and people really just started not liking it, she started to like make jokes about I Love Lucy in the show to get the audience back? Well, that was the big thing with Stars Would Do is like, if the show isn't yeah. going well, just start doing your act. Just start doing your act. And during the show, like Danny Kay, or just when the show ends, you know, just just come back on stage. Pearl Bailey, then, right? Pearl Bailey would do her yeah, act, right? Oh my God. Yeah, a couple of them. Oh my God. Yeah. Like that was like a. That was normal. Like you would, you would, you would go back out and like re get them, get them back on your side again. I would love to have seen that. I would love to have seen that, like in contemporary days. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I don't yeah. know. Like oh. Ben Platt just stops and is like, "Now I'm going to sing from Maroon 5. because um, <laughs> that's the only contemporary band I can think of, and that shows you how contemporary I am. The Weekend, no, The Weekend. I know The Weekend. That's a, that's a band, right? Oh. The, the weekend? fact that it came, you, the way it just rolled off your mouth, like you had just gotten out of a shower listening to like, like Sunday morning rain is calm. <laughs> right? Some stupid that room five that songs. I think that's it. Sorry. Uh, yeah, right. Wait, wait, is, I, oh, wait, who's, I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. That's, that's, that's not Paula them. Cole. That's Paula that's Cole. Not even, that's like 30 years ago. 20 that's years Gilmore ago. Girls, right? Yeah, no, yeah, no, Dawson's Creek. Fun. Dawson's Creek. Yeah, well, anyway. Yeah, go see Mark. Uh, so the show, so go over and check out <laughs> Broadway by Ghostlight. It's a fantastic YouTube channel. Um, but before you go watch, you have to go sign up for... Dancersover40.org. Go support them. Check their work out. Really, really great things. And if you and can hire any dancers over 40, they've got a place for you to hire them. That's so true. And it's a fantastic or- that's a fantastic organization. Mark is doing great work. Mark, we can't wait to see your episode about us and yes. or deep dives into Wildcat and Goldilocks. Uh, <gasps> thank you all so much. Uh, we'll see you all very, very soon. And uh, to take us out, take us out. What does that even mean? To play us out? We'll do it live. Fuck it. We'll do it live. What's that from? That's Bill O'Reilly's breakdown. To play us out. What does that mean? What does that even mean? To play us out. To take us out. What does that even mean? You never seen this? What is going on? Oh, yeah. that's the uh, the, uh, the the Bill O'Reilly. The Bill O'Reilly. Uh, His, yes, where the, he's yelling. Okay. Yes. So to take us out, which makes total sense to me, but apparently not to Bill O'Reilly, <laughs> is uh, all girl band from A. My name is Alice. See you later. Enjoy. It was one of those days. Stop, Chris. Do it for me.
Cups on roses and whiskers on kittens, bright copper kettles and warm woolen mittens, brown paper packages tied up with strings. These are a few of my favorite things. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise. <laughs> 